All right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Tuesday, November the 2nd of 2021. It's a good day for Kelly because uh, it's National Deviled Egg Day. I love deviled eggs. Yeah, the holidays in here are always tough when <laughs> Kelly gets to the eggs first. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> What is it about deviled eggs that make them so much better than just like a hard-boiled egg? I don't know. And the ones that look really pretty, like if someone puts them in one of those little icing things to make the yolk look, I don't know, almost like icing. Have you seen those? No. Some people do the, do up the eggs really neat. And then oh, they, like they, they sprinkle the, um, is it, I don't know, it's something. Go ahead and guess. It's something red. Yeah, go ahead and guess. What do you think Paprika. Ooh, good Was guess. I right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So do you mean like they do it like they would do the icing for a cake, like they somehow mash up the eggs and then squirt it back yes. out? Yes. So they so they take up all the the stuff and then they they mix it and they put it in there and it oh. looks it looks kind of uh, pretty. Yeah, and see, it's weird because like for a lot of people, they'll be like, "I don't like the yolk of the egg; it's not my favorite." But somehow in a deviled egg, they're all excited about put it. Put some mustard in there and whip it up, and it's just tasty. It is good. You're going to make me want that. So National Deviled Egg Day today. Uh, we're also, and we actually kicked this off yesterday, but for a lot of people, it's No Shave November. And they said it's observed every year to raise the awareness uh, about hair, which cancer patients lose. Mm-hmm. And the idea is is that we save the money from our hair care expenses and mm-hmm. donate that to cancer patients and, yeah. and cancer uh, charities and things like that. So that's the reason mm-hmm. for No Shave November. How long have you been growing your beard out? Uh, Ten years. <laughs> <laughs> And if you see it, you'll understand. It just doesn't grow like that. It's just blonde. It's Yeah, it's real blonde, and it's real patchy. Patchy. And it doesn't grow thick. I've always wanted to have a thick beard. I actually researched this at one point in my life on how I could make it look thicker. Oh, okay. And I thought maybe there was a thickening treatment or something. Oh, well, you could get some of that spray. You could kind of... Mm. In, t- in, the little, in the little patches. Yeah. I'm not sure that would look great to have it sprayed onto my face. It was like Hulk Hogan when he was in the NWO in the <laughs> late 90s because he had the blonde Fu Manchu and yeah. the rest of it was kind of black, but it was kind of painted on. Oh, yeah. Maybe I should try that. Maybe that's kind of trendy looking Ma- for me. Maybe you should. Anyway, no shave November. Kelly's been celebrating that for uh, the entire fall. <laughs> oh, nice. So <laughs> you should see her legs. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Thanks for getting up and starting your day. With us, we are fired up about what's about to happen. Are y'all ready to I'm sing along? Up. No, don't stand no, up. No, I have to on no, this song. No, don't stand up. It's me. I just I need to. You forgot pants. Oh, Let's man. throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1983, and Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton had the number one song yes. in country music on this day. Tender love is blind. Ago, this was the number one song in country. I can't live without you if the love was gone. Everything is nothing if you got no one and you didn't walk in the night. So 
dressed up as Kenny and Dolly for Halloween. 38 years ago, this was number one. number one on this day in 1983. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, y'all get up and let's get going this morning. It's Tuesday, November the 2nd. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. And we got you gossip today on Jessica Simpson. So Jessica Simpson shared a totally unrecognizable photo of herself to celebrate four years of sobriety. Now, Jessica explains that this photo is the moment she knew when she needed to, quote, take back my light, show victory over my internal battle of self-respect, and brave this world with piercing clarity. So Jessica said she needed to stop drinking because it kept her mind and her heart circling in the same direction. She said she was exhausted. She said that she got to the point where she would rather feel the pain and carry it as a badge of honor and live like a leader does. Jessica Simpson goes on to say, quote, the real work that needed to be done in my life was to actually accept my failures, accept my pain, accept my brokenness and my self-sabotage. The drinking wasn't the issue. I was. I didn't love myself. I didn't respect my own power. Today I do. So Jessica says that she's made peace with her fear. She says that she's accepted the parts of her life that are just sad because sad things happen to people and you just have to accept it. Uh, And she said she's going to own it. She's going to be who she is and be honest and open. But Jessica Simpson celebrating four years of sobriety. And if you want to check out her transformation, it's it's amazing. And, you know, a lot of times we just think about weight being in the transformation. This isn't just her weight. You see the countenance on her face. She's sat. You can see it all over her face yeah. that she's sad. She's lost her. Uh, her skin looks bad. Her hair looks bad. It's just you can just tell that she was she was, you know, sad and depressed. She's so. in a bad spot. I didn't yeah. realize it either. And I followed her for years. But when I saw that, I was like, oh, my gosh. And to me, it takes bravery to show that and to say, hey, this was me at the point where I believe right. I hit rock bottom. And mm-hmm. now things are better. So yeah. good stuff right there from Jessica Simpson. I think it's always important for celebrities to share those moments, too, in yes. a day and age where we learn more about celebrities. Hey, be honest. Mm-hmm. Let us see the real you, not what you want us to see through social media. Yeah. Sometimes seeing that real stuff makes other people feel better about where they are and their lives. All right, gotcha gossip today on Janet Jackson. So I'm a big fan of Janet. I think she used to appear on Different Strokes. That was my first time ever seeing Janet Jackson. So uh, we all remember back to 2004, at least most of us do, the Super Bowl wardrobe malfunction with Justin Timberlake. 
That was a huge story. I, I remember being on the air the next morning on the radio. <laughs> and I remember the fallout from, oh my gosh, did we see yep. what we think we saw? Did Was it intentional? All this stuff. So uh, based on the success of the documentary Framing Britney Spears, there is about to be a documentary all about the wardrobe malfunction with Janet Jackson. It's going to be called Jackson in Malfunction, The Dressing Down of Janet Jackson. The whole idea behind this is is we're going to kind of, I guess, dive into the story and what happened after that moment. How the world treated her compared to how the world treated Justin Timberlake. Mm. She was really vilified, and Justin Timberlake was kind of able just to walk away, and his career only got bigger. So... Uh, again, this documentary is going to be on Hulu and FX. It's Jackson in Malfunction, the dressing down of Janet Jackson, and it launches on November the 19th. Got you gossip today on Dancing with the Stars. There's only nine couples left. The theme of the night last night, Queen. Okay. I see a little silhouette of a man. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the bandango? Thunderbolts and lightning, very, very frightening me. Galileo. I don't know why I always end up with the high part and you get the low part. We have that backwards, but anyway. I know. Well, at the end of the night, uh, one contestant was sent home after scores were combined with the votes from the audience and the judges. The bottom two contestants this week were, which is very surprising, JoJo Siwa and Mike the Miz Mazanin. Wow. Now, this guy's night was not all that awesome. The contestant <laughs> sent home from Dancing with the Stars. Another one bites the dust, the Miz. Hey, Queen Knight, I see what you did uh-huh. there. Come on. And another one gone, and another one gone. Another, another one bites the dust. That's kind of surprising because literally for JoJo Siwa to be in the bottom, she's typically been right, right. toward the top of the All leaderboard. the judges voted to save her. It seems like JoJo Siwa and Olivia Jade continually make the top five. I bet one of those two will end up pulling, pulling that off. Yeah. Your initial pick as the Mirrorball champion winner uh, was JoJo Siwa. Mm-hmm. You said that before the yeah. show ever aired. Mm-hmm. So. We'll see if that holds true. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we gotcha gossip. Sometimes there's stories that just make you feel good. Ah, I feel good. I feel good. I feel good. With Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, an army specialist had gone overseas, and it's kind of lonely when you go over there and you're, you know, fighting for our country and you're all the way across the world. This guy was uh, stationed and saw that there were some. Uh, cats around the area. And there was one cat in particular who would always kind of sit on top of the pallets. But anytime this specialist, uh, specialist Caden would walk by the cat, the cat would run away. And he was determined, like I am, to win over animals. <laughs> I'm not sure why uh-huh. that's a deal for me, too. But uh, he decided one day he was going to take a seat on the pallet and see what the cat was going to do. So the cat ended up coming to him over the course of time, and they formed this bond. And he named the cat Tiger because the cat was just, a, I guess, a random feral cat. Uh, the wild thing is when Specialist Caden came back to the U.S., he wasn't able to bring the cat. He had to leave little Tiger behind, 7,000 miles apart. But he learned about this organization called Paws of War. And the vision behind this is is to uh, get animals back to the people that really want the animals. Because it's difficult, I guess, to bring a, a cat across, yeah. you know, uh, country lines. So Paws of War goes to work and they ask people to donate money to cover some of the costs uh, that include airfare, veterinary care, other logistics that actually add up to be a whole lot. So this cat, who was a, a random stray cat, is now hopefully going to be relocated and brought back to Specialist Cade. Mm-hmm. If you would like to help, you could go to pawsofwar.org 
and search Help Save Tiger. I was looking there, Kelly, a few minutes ago, uh, as of a few minutes ago, there were more than 3,000 people who have donated money to get Tiger to the United States. It's nice that people care. It's nice that people want to support our soldiers. And y'all, that's one of those stories that just makes you feel good. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Every once in a while, I channel my feminine side. (laughs) I look at articles that talk about food hacks. Wait, that talk about what? Like food hacks. That's not... That's That's not feminine. Oh, it feels... There's a lot of guys that like to cook and meal prep and... No, Get but it's gains no. They like that. grilling and stuff oh. like that. I'm going to give you some food hacks, and for you guys out there, you'll probably be able to use these too. You don't have to admit to them. <clears throat> I'm cool if you don't. So basically, you're saving lives today with what you're about to tell other men. Is that what you're saying? Well, tell everybody. Oh, yeah. okay. But here's the deal: we all run into different things, and here's some brilliant ideas I read. Um, I don't feel real manly doing it, but I mean, what the heck, right? It's fine. I turned in my man card years ago. Yeah. Uh, they say avocados. We have an issue with avocados, and are they going to stay fresh and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. They say if you store those in uh, in an area where there's an onion, for whatever reason, the avocados stay more fresh. Really? Yeah. Imagine this. You want to make a grilled cheese. How do you typically do it? Uh, put stuff in the I put butter in the pan. Yeah. Okay. That's how I do it too. Yeah. They say if you want to uh, make your grilled cheese quicker and less messy, make it in the waffle iron. Like almost press Ooh. it. Okay. Like, that's a tremendous idea. Yeah. I've never thought about that. They say if you're eating ice cream, like one of those pints of ice cream, you should put a koozie around the ice cream. Two <gasps> reasons. Number one, it insulates the ice cream. It doesn't melt as fast. And your hand isn't getting cold while you're holding the pint of ice Brilliant. cream. Brilliant. It is pretty smart, right? Uh, taco toppings. You like making tacos all the Love time, right? It. Do you do different toppings? Yes. They say if you want to do that, instead of pulling out individual dishes to put all of your taco mm-hmm. toppings in, use the muffin tins. Because, boom, they're right there. When you're Ooh, done with it, just throw it away. Okay. Like, see, it sounds silly. But some of these, when I'm reading them, I'm like, these are brilliant. Uh, they say if you use an air fryer, like you want a frozen pizza. Let's say you have a frozen pizza. They say you can take a slice or two and put it in the air fryer. And all of a sudden, it's like that baked oven. Boom. You don't have to make the whole thing. You just break off a couple of pieces. Whatever your meal is going to be, the pizza lasts you longer, and it's crispy. That's great to know. And they also say if you if you like making pancakes, and I do like making pancakes, especially on the weekend, they say what you should do is take like an old ketchup bottle, right? Because you have a ketchup bottle. When you're done with it, clean it out, put the batter inside the ketchup thing, and you squeeze it out. And that way you get the perfect circle because you have more control over the pancake batter. You are just, you have really brought something today. You have really uh, outdone yourself. You know, that's what I do. I try to be here for people. Of course. That's why as a kid, I was known as a humanitarian. Oh. Yeah, in my yearbook, I was voted most likely to become a humanitarian. I did not know that. I was. 94. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I was given a few minutes ago, I was giving you those, um, those hacks, the kitchen hacks, the food hacks, right? And we got a message from Stanley. Who says, how the heck do you cut a frozen pizza to get a piece? <laughs> a chainsaw? <laughs> well. And my response is, Stanley, that's one heck of a good question. But at the same point, Stanley, now that you're questioning me, I got to do something. Oh, oh, man. oh yeah. Oh, it's over. Oh, man. Hit, Hit the, the road, road Stanley, yeah. and don't, don't come back no more, no more, no more. It's no over. More. Hit the road, Stanley, and don't, don't you come, come back, back no more. You are bad.
there. Oh, we're back to banning. Here we go. No, he's banned. I'm done with that. I'm done with that. You can't just ban people when they have a different opinion. Listen, I'm a stickler for things like this. Uh-uh. A Stanley no, stickler. No. <laughs> I, I know this sounds crazy. <laughs> Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. <laughs> you must be crazy. And people are crazy. <laughs> If there's a handbook for criminals, one very important piece of advice would be don't leave anything at the scene that people could trace back to you and definitely don't leave a trail. A man in Florida named Dewey Smith didn't get that memo. He broke into several cars and he did it while eating a pizza. The police found marinara sauce on the handle of one vehicle and down the street they found an empty pizza box which directed them to another car that had been broken into. Oh my goodness. And a neighbor nearby told police that she saw a man that night who had a plastic bag filled with credit cards. He also stole the remnants of a little Caesar's pizza that she'd tossed. It's unclear if that was the first pizza or the second one. The authorities followed the trail and found Dewey. He still had the bag of credit cards, but it sounds like he was done eating pizza. Mm. He told deputies, quote, you got me red-handed. Now, he was probably talking about the cards, but the local news suggested that he may have also been caught marinara-handed. Oh, Now, that's gosh. that's yeah. not mine. I'm just, you know. I don't know, know if that's a good idea. Speaking of pizza, did you know, if you push one delivery, one pizza delivery man over, all the pizza delivery men fall over. Are you serious? Yeah. It's known as the Domino's effect. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and there's even more proof. That people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, get up and let's do this thing. It's Tuesday morning. There's a deal out today talking about um, Generation Z. And what what Generation Z wants to end as far as trends that were set forth by millennials. I want you to tell me if you're over these trends and if you think it's time for these trends to be retired. Okay. Okay. Because sometimes we see this and it takes us hearing it to realize, oh, maybe I shouldn't, you know, do that anymore. Okay. Like the whole, you know, skinny jeans, like should we slow down on skinny jeans and stuff like that? Mm -hmm. You've kind of relaxed on those. I have, although I do have on some today. Oh, you do? Yeah. Here's the thing. What? They're not completely out, in my opinion. What do you think? What do you, What if you want to wear some uh, knee-high boots with your pants? No, you going to wear some boot that. cut? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So right now I have on just some skinny jeans and my tennis shoes, but like I'm not really going to go anywhere today, so I'm not that True. worried about so it. So if you were going to go somewhere now, you would wear the baggier, loose-fitting jeans? If I was going to a, an event, probably, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Unless I had boots or some kind of cute booties that I wanted to, to show off or something. So you think that's the new trend, is the baggier, almost kind of like a flared look on the I the think leg. that that's the direction it's headed, which <clears throat> is fine by me. No, you and my wife both have jeans like that, mm-hmm. right? A little more relaxed? Yeah. I like those. But for guys, why, guys really have a difficult time doing jeans. Because like boot cut jeans, a lot of times people are going to say they look like grandpa jeans. Uh-huh. But if we wear skinny jeans, they look they don't look right either. And sometimes, like what are we supposed to wear? And sometimes depending on the wash... Yeah. They could look different on certain guys. So, yeah, I get it. Or leg size, any Mm -hmm. of that stuff. It's very difficult to shop for jeans. Okay, but that's not the point. Uh, Gen Z believes these things should be retired, things that millennials love, okay? Drawn on big, thick eyebrows. I agree. You think it's time? It's time. We were at a... I don't know how I should say it. We were at a deal one time, and this is like seven or eight years ago before the trend was uh, more universal. Mm -hmm. We were around somebody who doesn't live here. And I remember going, oh my gosh, 
what is happening mm-hmm. here? And I couldn't stop looking away because they were such big eyebrows. And let me tell you this. I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about how Gigi and um, Bella Hadid mm-hmm. were starting. It seemed like they were starting to do a thinner eyebrow. Yeah. So there's talks that the thinner eyebrow is going to come back in. So all the people that have drawn them on, microbladed, all that kind of stuff yeah. might have to whatever to go back to the other way. So let's say somebody tattooed on their eyebrows real big and thick. What do you do? I I don't know. I don't know. That's risky, right? Yeah, maybe. What am I how would you describe my eyebrows? Well, if y'all saw him from afar, they look non existent. Oh good. But it's only because he has blonde hair and then you have like a patch that's a little bit darker in the very middle. Oh, I shouldn't have brought it up because now yeah. people are going to notice. Yeah. So now they're going to come up to you and really look at your eyebrows. It's like I have two dots. Actually, y'all, I'm just kidding. He got them microbladed. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, other things that uh, Gen Z thinks that we should retire that millennials love, they say hipster food, especially stuff like avocado toast. Yeah, I think never, it's more millennial and yeah. retire that. Uh, they say uh, some people, Gen Z, believe that subscribing to uh, like a television provider. They believe streaming is the way to go. Mm. And we should not look at the other providers. Just get what exactly what you need. Uh-huh. You kind of clinch? I, I kind of probably agree with that. Uh, they say that man buns need to be done. Be done with the man bun. I can tell you a couple of years ago, like on certain people, yeah. I thought they looked really cool. I agree. Doesn't work for me, obviously, but... yeah. They say also uh, drinking IPA, that kind of beer. They think that's kind of over. Well, good, because I never did that. See, I like that. Yeah. But now I feel like, now, of course, I would like it now. Right. Right now that it's not trendy, I'll jump on the trend, mm-hmm. but it's not trendy. And they also say, and this is going to be a, another one that some of the ladies are, are going to hear this and be like, oh my gosh. Gen Z believes that lip injections are done. Wow. And that they think that we need to end that whole thing. And that's more of a millennial thing, not a Gen Z. Okay. What do you think? Well, the lip injection thing, a lot of that is it goes away. So that's not as, it's not like you're going to inject your lips and it never goes away. You know, most of the time it, whatever, relaxes. But. So what happens and why do we see people who continue to go overboard? Um, it's, it's just a personal preference. I think some girls just like that. It's like when I was tanning and like you tan enough and you get to a certain level of tan to where you see yourself like that and you don't realize you're tan. Maybe, yeah. Is that kind of what happens when people keep on going and like all of a sudden? Maybe so, yeah. Yeah. Because then I can't stop looking at that. I know. Anyway. Yeah. Things that Gen Z thinks that the millennials should retire and maybe some stuff that we should think about too, right? Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Hi. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Wait. Happy birthday to you. Sports. Well, well, well. Time for birthday sport today, Tuesday, November the 2nd of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Kim Provost of NEA Baptist, who celebrates a birthday today. Happy birthday, Kim. Happy birthday. Uh, We have some kind of cool stuff coming up. with. uh, I get to do something with NEA Baptist coming up later on this month. I don't know if we broke the news yet. Oh, okay. I'll tell you about it later on. Uh, Deanna Ray of Stuttgart celebrates today. Wanda Shastine of Caraway. Karen Arnold. 
of Light is celebrating William Foreman Bingelbert. We have Sherry Matthews celebrating a birthday today. Anthony Diaz of Harrisburg turns nine. Julie Milnes of Jonesboro. Leah Grace Cofield of Jonesboro celebrates a birthday today. Sarah Sebesta. We have Kimberly Henson of Jonesboro. Rachel Vickery celebrates a birthday today. <clears throat> Elizabeth Montgomery, happy birthday. Autumn Campbell from Wynn. Amy Pickens of Jonesboro celebrates a birthday today. Happy birthday. How about Mary Jane Fisher of Paragould? Melanie Nelson, Raven and Springs, 41 years old. And Reese Reeves of Wynn is turning 12. The great niece of Scott Seiler, our general manager, chief operating officer. So happy birthday to Reese Reeves who celebrates today. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Carmo Brown is 41 from Queer Eye. Marisol Nichols is 48. That's Veronica's mom on Riverdale. David Schwimmer is 55, of course. Ross Geller on Friends. Come on now. He's a paleontologist. Could he be any cuter? It was Ross and Rachel on Friends, y'all. David Schwimmer's birthday. No one told you that was gonna be this way. Your job's a joke, you broke. Your love to your way. It's like you're always stuck in second gear. When it hasn't been your day, we your month or even your year. David Schwimmer, Ross is 55 today. And why do I still want Ross and Rachel to be a real life couple? I know. Like, I really want them together. I know. It just works out for me. Anyway, uh, David Schwimmer, 55. Happy birthday today to Bobby Dahl, yeah. who is 58, bassist for Poison. Though I tried not to hurt you, though I tried, but I guess that's why they say every rose has its thumb. That's a good one. Just like every night has its dawn. Just like every cowboy sings a sad, sad song. Every rose has its dawn. Happy birthday to Bobby Dahl of Poison. I was raised on hearing big hair like poison. I mean, can I give you one more poison ballad that's really good? One of my favorites. Come on now. It's one of my favorites. There's also this one. Bobby Doll of Poison celebrates today. It won't stop. 
favorite celebrity pictures is me and my wife with Brett Michaels of Poison. It's a good one. So Bobby Doll 58 today. Michael Buffer is 77. I don't think I can tell you what he says, right? Uh, Well, he's the boxing announcer. The wrestling and, bo- and boxing guy. Yeah, and he would say... Let's get... Yeah, yeah, basically. We're not legally allowed to say that because he has the trademark. So happy birthday to Michael Buffer. Yeah. And celebrating today, one of my personal favorites, Nelly. Is 47. It's getting hot in here. So hot. So take off all your clothes. I am getting so hot. Uh, I uh, want to uh, take uh, my clothes off. Oh, it's getting right. hot in here. I'm so a fan of Nelly, too. Nelly and Tim. Because it's all in my head. I was at his concert. Oh, me, too. I'm telling you, I was there in real life. It wasn't just a dream. You know what I was doing when I was there? I was shaking my tail feather. Nelly's birthday. You should see me shake my tail feather. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually known for shaking my tail feather really? in public, if you will. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. Nelly's birthday. I mean, legit, you go through and you think about some of these Nelly hits, like there's a whole bunch of hits from Nelly. What about his oh. new one with FGL? Just a little bit. Come on now. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Happy birthday to Nelly. birthday goes out to my good friend Nelly. What? Who turns 47 today? Brandon Baxter in the morning. Here it is, Tuesday morning, November the 2nd. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. All right, we have Country Music News today on Kenny Chesney. But it sure goes fast. Just like that, we were wannabe rebels who didn't have a clue. And our rock and roll t-shirts and our typically bad attitude. Had no excuses for the things that we've done. We were brave, we were crazy, we were mo- 
So Kenny Chesney had to cancel his tour in 2021. He had planned to go out and do all these different stadiums because when you're Kenny Chesney, you can't play arenas. You're too big. <laughs> yeah. So he has a bunch of stadium dates. Let me give you some ideas on when these are going to be. These are all May, uh, May and June dates. But as far as like a drive from Arkansas, maybe you want to do St. Louis or Atlanta, Nashville, Arlington, Chicago, Kansas City. He's playing all of those in the NFL stadiums. I've never seen Kenny Chesney in concert. Oh, I saw him. It was like 20 years Gosh. ago. And there's so many more hits now. So it's Kenny Chesney. Also on the tour, Dan and Shay. There's a couple billion people in the world. Carly Pierce is going to be there on the tour as well. And Old Dominion. I threw my phone in the water, little push on the dock. She was packing her bags, I was popping her top. And she gone for the summer, gone for the night, gone for the weekend or the rest so, of my life. Again, St. Louis, Atlanta, Nashville, Arlington, Chicago, Kansas City. Find out more at KennyChesney.com. There's also another big tour coming to Arkansas. I wanted to give you the heads up on. and This show happens in March, March the 5th of next year in Little Rock. It's going to be Walker Hayes in the Fancy Like Tour. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on a date night. Got that Burma Street steak with the Oreo shake and some whipped cream on the top, too. So it's Walker Hayes. He's going to have Mackenzie Porter with him. So Mackenzie Porter is in the Dustin Lynch song. I was just thinking that bad weekend she has a cool sound, too. So, Anyway, Walker Hayes, March the 5th in Little Rock. You can find out more at walkerhayes.com. We have country music news today on Luke Bryan. Up in the sky, there's a guy. So Luke Bryan is known for his pranks. He pranks his mom. He pranks his wife, Caroline. But this time, somebody got Luke, and it was Runaway June, and they got him really good. So they're on stage in Brandon, Mississippi, and Luke uh, didn't know what to think or what to do when three of the members of Runaway June Mm -hmm. started arguing. He was kind of up at the mic with with his guitar. They start arguing, and they start wrestling with one another. And I'm going to go ahead and play it for you and let you... Let you know what it sounds like in front of the audience. Okay. So give me some commentary here. Okay, so right oh. here, they're pushing each other. What? And Luke is looking at them like, what is happening? A pillow fight? These they just pumped <laughs> my <laughs> I thought that was real. I'm not going to be lying. That's funny Y'all, because he he loves doing pranks. The best part is Luke Bryan's face because they you can see his face. He's like, we're in front of thousands of people, and these girls are about to get in a cat fight. I'm about to have stagehands <laughs> come up here and pull these girls off of each other. Yeah. It was super funny. It's all over uh, social media, but if you'll look up um, Runaway June on Instagram, that's where you'll find it. All right, country music news today on Tim McGraw. I had a barbecue stain on my white T-shirt. She was... Killing me in that mini skirt. Skipping rocks on the river by the railroad track. So you know we're in the Christmas season when all the artists are putting out Christmas songs. Uh, we have a new one from Tim McGraw. This one's called Christmas All Over the World. Again, Christmas music from Tim McGraw. They're dancing in the snow. And the bells, the bells, the bells are ringing. The joy, the joy, the joy they're bringing to every. Boy and girl, it's Christmas time. 
stuff from Tim McGraw. It's called Christmas all over the world. You can check it out today on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning blog. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, so today is November the 2nd, and today in pop culture in 1972, Carly Simon put out her biggest hit. <laughs> the song is called You're So Vain. You're so vain. You probably think this song is about you. You're so vain. You're so vain. I bet you think this song is about you. Told you. So you know that one? Love that song. Today in pop culture in 1978, the police released their debut album, and their debut album was called Outlandos de Amor. Oh. Did not not know that. Yeah, I think that's how they say it. It featured this one. Today in pop culture in 1983, Michael Jackson released Thriller. Kelly's doing the dance. I am one lucky dude. Today in pop culture in 1985, uh, Stevie Wonder put out one of Kelly's favorites. Da, 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 da. I don't know those words. <laughs> Today in pop culture in 1999, it was a big day because the Foo Fighters released their third studio album. The album was called There Is Nothing Left to Love, and it featured this one. Today in pop culture in 2015, Adele went to number one with this one. Hello from the other side. I must have called a thousand Today in pop culture in 2018, the Queen biopic called Bohemian Rhapsody was released, starring Rami Malek as Freddie Mercury. Uh, it went on to win four Oscars, including the Best Actor uh, <clears throat> the Best Actor award for Rami Malek. Of course, when you think about Queen, you think about songs like this. We will, we will rock you. And songs like this. And of course, songs like this. And my son's favorite of his his favorite song by Queen. <laughs> Wonder who else's favorite song it is. Oh, I, I have no idea. And today in pop culture in 2020, there was a big deal because on YouTube, uh, there was finally a video that took over Despacito as the most viewed video in YouTube history. There were 7 billion views for, well, this one. Isn't that crazy? People seem to enjoy Baby Shark. 
So today is, <clears throat> wow. So today is November the 2nd, and that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, and thanks for having us on. We appreciate you listening to us. Welcome to what is a Tuesday morning. I had the chance last night to um, go out to eat, <clears throat> buy everybody's dinner. What I do? <laughs> you told me that you aren't going to bring this up. I, I asked you oh, not to bring it gosh, up. Gosh, I'm so confused. I didn't. I uh-huh. didn't. I didn't mean to do that. I'm just letting y'all know if you're ever fortunate enough to be Brandon's friend, oh. nothing is safe. If no. you're his friend, it doesn't right. matter if something personal happens to you. It doesn't matter. He's going to um, make fun of you or call you out no. in front of you guys. No, here's what I'm doing. I have an obligation. My longest running relationship in life is with the people who listen to the show. So I have the obligation to be transparent and to tell people what's happening. And I have been fortunate (laughs) enough to have uh, a great family and great friends like Kelly, uh, who I get to provide for. (laughs) Oh, Brandon. (laughs) No, take it back. That sounds so... No, we treated Kelly, she's had a stressful uh, week, so we treated her to dinner last night, and like my deal was, hey, let's all go out, it's going to be me and Leslie and Kai and Kelly, (laughs) 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 which, why does it sound funny? And I told Kai, I was like, because he wanted to sit with you. And I was like, no, we're going to let them have a date night. Yeah. And I was like, who has a date night with two other people there? It was a double date. I was Kai's date. Okay. So anyway, yeah, that's what I was trying to explain to Kai. So, hey, let's let's go do a dinner and blah, blah, blah. And then Kelly's like, I'm so exhausted. I think we'll just order in. And I'm like, oh, that's fun. Real fun. So she I'm, won- I'm not going to say anything. I'm not no, going to. You thought that's what I wanted. That's what you're going to say. We thought that's what you wanted to do. That's 100% true. So I, I tried to order at a place. I call literally. Can I tell you how many times I called this one place? And Kelly and my wife never get the hint that the place isn't open. After I call them nine times and they don't answer. Maybe they were super busy, Brandon. Nine times. I called for 30 minutes consecutively. And let me just tell y'all something. From call one to call nine, he progressively, your face became, you were happy to, you wanted to hurt someone by the end. And so I looked at her and I was like, we're going to go find food. Let's do it. As soon as, as, soon as we get him food, he's going to be fine. No. Because that's just typically... The problem. So no, it's not typically the problem. So we decide then we'll go and have some Japanese. We'll honor my family heritage. I know that you realize that I that I am a quarter Japanese. Oh, it's true. No, I, I know it's you giggle true. about it, but you know it's true. Why I, is that funny to you? I don't know. Maybe it's your blue eyes that throw me off. So I, I know it's different, but I'm a quarter Japanese. A quarter. A lot yes. of people don't realize that. So we go out for some sushi. And uh it's wild because I'm all excited about having all this raw fish. Mm-hmm. And Kelly, who loved the idea of sushi, decides, I mean, she might as well have ordered chicken nuggets while she was there. Listen, when I say sushi, I mean a roll. Yeah, a roll with no fish. A roll with some some uh, some some fake fish and some some cream cheese and some and a side of fried rice. Let me tell you what Kelly's meal was. There was a big old pile of rice, uh-huh. and then there was rice with cream cheese. <laughs> no. It had in some little balls. Yeah, yeah, but but it was good, and it filled me up, and I couldn't even eat all that. Oh, yeah. So she's trying to figure out how to use the chopsticks, right? And she's like, "What do I do?" 
And as soon as she says, what do I do? I begin to tell her that the, the rice is sticky for a reason. That way it absorbs to the chopsticks and you pick it up. As soon as she says, what do I do? She's knocking down the rice like it's a smash cake and she's won. I could have sworn you said... Um, you have to get it like a river. You have to make it like a no. I said like use a bridge. Like use your chopsticks like a little oh, bridge. Oh, I thought you said make the rice into a bridge. That, your rice was already in a mound. Okay, well, and yeah. when it's sticky rice, and then all of a sudden you smash it like it's a smash cake. Well, your your son kept making fun that I was only getting like three grains of rice on my chopsticks, yes. but that's how I eat my rice, three grains at a time. Your meal would have lasted five <laughs> freaking hours if, at the rate we were going. Yeah, maybe that's a good weight loss thing. You have to eat everything with chopsticks oh or you gosh. can't eat it. Yeah, that was, but it was fun. I enjoyed yeah. that. I'm craving sushi this morning. It was nice. that Well, you only let me drink water. That is not true. She orders like a bottle of wine while she's there a as well. A bottle of wine. That's a lie. Hey, how great is Kai? He loves sushi. He does. I know. That's kind of unique for somebody his age, I think. Hey. Five, four, three, two, one. You made the calls. You sent the messages. These are the top five songs of the last 24 hours. It's Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Most Wanted. Number five. I was just thinking about that weekend. I don't come up and make Dustin Lynch and Mackenzie Porter is number five today. Number four. If I didn't love you, I'd be good by Jason Aldean and Carrie Underwood, number four. Number three. No matter where I go, no matter what I do, I'll never be 23 with anyone but you. You can marry who you want, go back to Tennessee, but you'll never be 23 with anyone but me. We'll always have Falling Beach, we'll always have Delta Nights, we'll always be Sam Hunt, 23, is number three. Number two. Yeah, but now I'm dodging potholes in my sunburned Silverado. Like a heartbroken Desperado. Headed right back to my roof. Something about the way she kissed me tells me she loves Eastern Tennessee. Yeah, but all I brought back with me. What's I'm saying in my voice? Morgan Wallen is number two. Number one. Can't wait forever. 
It's Kane Brown of One Mississippi, the most wanted song over the last 24 hours on Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so <laughs> sometimes, sometimes when I get stats and data, I'm kind of a data guy. Are you? I'm getting data and stats mm-hmm. and stuff. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Well, it's one of the things I enjoy is stats. Stats. So I was looking at some stats and data this morning, and <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, the, go ahead. One I'm of the stats I was looking at was talking about women's hair. Oh. And um, this might make me think. Were of you me. having a moment of jealousy or what? No, that's not funny. Oh, oh. I don't want a woman's hair. Oh, okay. <laughs> Even though in the '90s I had a woman's haircut. No, but here's kind of the deal I was looking at. This is kind of interesting because this literally made me think okay. about you. Mm-hmm. They say the average woman changes her hairstyle. <laughs> you already know. About six times by the time she's 40. <laughs> so Kelly has surpassed the the mark, uh-huh. the marker of time. Barely. But let's go ahead and detail. If we were to count the number of hairstyles you've had since childhood... How many do you think there are? Are there All right, six? Hang on. Let, let me think for a second. Um, okay. Ready? Yeah, go ahead. Give me the timeline. Here. All right. This is from, I would say, once my hair came in and I had a little bit of hair, you know. Yeah. I How would old were say, you then? Let's seven? say. Were you seven? Let's say it's kindergarten. I kindergarten. had some hair where I could put up in a barrette, as okay. we used to call them, yes. Brandon. Um, from, I had barrettes, too. Oh, well, good. From first grade to now, yes. how many uh, hairstyles have I had? I don't know. You tell me. I'm going to tell you. One. <laughs> this, is why, <laughs> this is why I had to do this. Because I, when I saw the data and the stats from uh-huh. this, I was looking at the stats and the data. Uh-huh. And I thought that's funny because the stats and data would show six, yeah. yet Kelly's stats and data show uno, yeah. cinco. Yeah, and I don't even know if it's my fault if I'm just, you know, like just – won't jump off and do something You're different. You're a creature of hair habit. I guess I am. Uh, but yeah, I, it is literally, if you look at any of my throwbacks, I have my hair pulled up on the side yeah. with the barrette. And it's just, I've always done it. Now, hang on. And it's basically, I think there was one time, because we did post a throwback at one point where you went through your Morgan Wallen phase. <laughs> where you went through yes. your toy poodle phase. Uh-huh. I had a, I had a perm that I really like to, to brush out a little bit. A permed mullet. It, it basically, well, I had my sides pulled back with my barrettes, oh, okay. but with my bangs um, tousled and my hair out, it really looked as if I was Morgan Wallen when he was in the fifth grade. Yeah. So, and here's reasons that women change their hair. They say uh, about 46% of women say that they just get bored and they want to do something different. It, uh, totally. Yep. And that's where my wife falls in. Me she too. goes through these extremes of, I want to grow my hair out. And then she's like, I think I want to cut my hair off. And then she cuts it off, which honestly is always my favorite. And little, I, what do you is, call it? The slob? No, it's not the slob. You the, love saying that. It's, the blob. It's it's like the bob. The blob. Yeah. With right? The, yeah. yeah. So I like the blob look. Uh, mm-hmm. There's also people are going on vacation, and that's another reason they want to get their hair done. Oh, well. Maybe they got, they got a new job. That will not be me. Uh, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe they got a new job. Yeah, yeah. You want to kind of just update your look a little bit. Yeah. New job, new you. Yeah, it's always a great idea to completely change who you are when you get the new <laughs> job. You're moving to a new city or you're in a new relationship and you change your hair. Those are the, the main reasons that people change their hair. Hmm. But the average woman changes their hair six times over their first 40 years. So maybe you guys can see where you rank on that. 
She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Did you know America has 53,000 storage facilities? That's more than all the Starbucks, McDonald's, and Subways combined. The rest of the world only has 10,000 uh, 10, self-storage facilities. And America has seven square feet of self-storage for every man, woman, and child living in the United States. Oh, my goodness. That's yeah, crazy. I know. Did you know only 15 of the 49 U.S. vice presidents have gone on to be president, including Joe Biden, and only six of those 15 were elected to a second term? Okay. Didn't know that. And did you know? Now, this sounds like something out of a scary movie, but it's real. There is a type of sea slug that has been found to not only survive getting its head cut off, so decapitation... But it's able to grow a whole new body from it. Ooh. So a few hours after having their heads severed from their bodies, these snails were already nibbling on algae as if nothing happened. And in about 20 days, one third of these sea slugs studied had fully grown back into their bodies. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's wild. And if you didn't know, now you know. Como esta? Usted, manana? We be in. Yes. I think I know more than you. See, si. <laughs> nada, dinero, corona. I don't think it's dinero. That's actual. That's an actor, Brandon. It's donata means you're welcome, not dinero. That's money. No, I'm pretty sure no. it is. I don't know. Isn't dinero money? I don't know. I think it is. See, Robert De Niro. No, I know that. Look up money in Spanish. If I'm right, I get 100 bucks. No, what? Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so get up and let's get going this morning. <clears throat> a few minutes ago, I was speaking Spanish because I did in like seventh grade, I spoke Spanish. <laughs> no, I took Spanish. Okay. I didn't speak. I was going to say, like, did you speak Spanish for the whole year and then you stopped? No, Next year? no. Okay. But I did uh, try to learn Spanish. My Who was my Spanish teacher? Mrs. Smith, mm. me and my friend Joe. Um, we would imaginary friend Joe? No, he's real. Oh. Why do you say he's imaginary? Well, because he just, was my only friend. Anytime you talk about a friend, it's always Joe. That was my only friend. <laughs> it's sad, but mm. it's true. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Metallica. <laughs> no, but at the same point, um, what was I saying? Oh, Mrs. Smith. She was uh, either legally blind or blind in one eye. <laughs> Which is not funny, but when you're a, a, a student, especially a male in school, did, did you do or say things to her? That, oh, man. Uh-huh. We were terrible. And they wanted to separate me and Joe because of the things that we would do in the classroom. What are some of the things that you would do, Brandon? There was one time, you know how you had trapper keepers? We would, um, Sports would, Illustrated put out a swimsuit magazine, and, and as, a, would, as a joke, we would have that inside our Trapper Keeper and would, open it up and show people when she was writing on the chalkboard. You would trap Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition in your Trapper Keeper. Yes. Okay. There was one point me and Joe got in trouble. It was a big classroom in uh, Plano. What school was that? It was one of the Plano, Texas schools. <clears throat> she put me out. I'll never forget. Looking at the chalkboard, I was out on the right side. Like uh, the door there, like in timeout, and she put Joe out on the other side in the other hallway on the left side. 
And so everybody knew we were in trouble. Yeah. Right? Two big, long hallways apart. And Joe ran all the way down the hallway and came down to my hallway. And once we were there together, we opened the door and peeked in together. So the whole, cl- the uh-uh. whole classroom was laughing. <laughs> that was not a good one. Uh-huh. So you like to do anything to get a laugh is what you're saying. <clears throat> but what I'm saying is, is a minute ago, as we were, was, as I was speaking Spanish, you said I was incorrect. And when I said De Niro about money, you said I was wrong because I was thinking of Robert De Niro. Well, here's the thing. You weren't saying sentences. You were saying things. You were just saying Spanish words. You right. were going uno, usted, De Niro. And I just thought you were sounding, you were saying it because it sounded Spanish. And I was just saying that's Robert De Niro. Yeah. And what did you find out when you did your research? Everyone, I would like to apologize to Brandon Baxter for... Saying that De Niro did not mean money, it meant Robert De Niro. Because it does mean money. money. It's currency in Spanish. But did you actually know? You, I had to look it up for you. you no, really I didn't. knew that 100%. So every time you try to play like I'm stupid, <laughs> go ahead and see what happens. Okay. Because all right. that's what happens. I proved myself You're right. You're so skilled. Who knows more Spanish? You. By, exactly. Uh, I mean, a million. I just nailed it. Will you please count to 10 in Spanish? Sure. Uno, dos, tres, uh-huh. cuatro, uh-huh. cinco, seis. Siete, ocho, nueve, diez. Okay. Once, doce. Hang on. Thirteenze. No. Fourteenze. No, it's you just don't put say on the end. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So we've kind of followed in Arkansas the Morgan Wallen deal, right? So Morgan Wallen tickets went on sale for the shows at Simmons Bank Arena in North Little Rock, and they were crazy. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy from the second people got on. And there were thousands of people in the waiting room in the queue trying to get in to get tickets. And it was difficult for some people to get those tickets. So here's the deal. If you want to go see Morgan Wallen on tour and you didn't get tickets for the North Little Rock show, there is another show that's been added. So there's two in North Little Rock and there's now one in South Haven at the Landers Center. That show date is going to be December the 11th. And as a heads up, those tickets go on sale Friday morning. But there's other stuff, those pre-sales that actually kick off today Mm -hmm. if you're a Morgan Wallen fan club member. So get ready. Morgan Wallen has been announced for South Haven. I love you more than a California sunset. More than a beer when you ain't 21. More than a Sunday morning told you that his show in Lexington, Kentucky sold 36,000 tickets, three nights in 90 minutes. He's the most wanted man in country right now. But I wonder when you're drinking if you find yourself packing up that boy from East Tennessee. Morgan Wallen in South Haven at the Landers. A hotter ticket in country music than Morgan Wall. I'm gonna need some whiskey glasses because I want to see the truth. Kelly, I saw videos of his show over the weekend in Auburn. He was at Auburn and it was insane. The crowd sang every word yeah. to every single song, including this one. Yeah, but now I'm dodging potholes in my silver so if North Little Rock is any indication, you want to get those tickets as soon as you possibly can. Somebody's problem, somebody's goodbye, 
Somebody's last call number that they can't find Somebody's best day Somebody's worst night Somebody's reason for leaving So again, fan club side. members, you have the chance fans. today. The recommendation is go straight right now to MorganWallen.com So, I don't want to go downtown Do what we used to Put the top of another round Hell, I got enough loose screws Fan club pre-sale today Things that I heard about you 10 a.m. Nothing ever changes I think I'm going to stay right here tonight Cause I could be dangerous The most wanted man in country, Morgan Wallen In South Haven at the Lander Center December the 11th Go to MorganWallen.com right now To get signed up for that fan club Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, you'll hear about another opportunity for me to feed Kelly. <laughs> it's not my fault. Your wife invited me. I've always had the idea of adoption. I didn't realize <laughs> I'd adopt a 44-year-old. <laughs> we talk about that on the show. Plus, I give some really genius food hacks. I know a lot of people might not think of me as a guy who knows a lot about hacks. Well, you you gave some good ones today. I have some hacks. Also, we talk about the, the millennial trends that Generation Z is ready to cancel, uh, women, how often they change their hairstyles, um, all this stuff on the podcast. It is the Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast, available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry. What's on TV tonight? Game six of the World Series. The Houston Astros host the Atlanta Braves. The Braves lead the series three to two going into tonight's game. So they could clinch it. We'll mm-hmm. see. The Bachelorette is on tonight. The season finale of DC Stargirl. The Voice, The Road to the Live Shows is on tonight. Also, tonight's schedule includes The Resident, FBI, Supergirl, FBI International, Queens, Chucky, American Crime Story, New Amsterdam, and FBI Must Wanted. All right. Hope you guys have a great day and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.